Welcome to Sassy at 60s podcast, Sassy Moments. I am your host, Dr. Karen Backway, retired pediatrician turned longevity advocate and coach. What if it is possible to feel younger now and as you age? Would you be willing to try? Rejuvenate your thinking, unlock your brilliant future. It is possible. Hey ladies, please take a moment and hit the subscribe and follow button and share the Sassy Moments podcast with all your friends. I'd appreciate it. Thanks so much. Good morning, ladies. Grab a cup of coffee, pull up a chair and listen in. This is the Sassy Moments podcast, moment number 26, exercise to support longevity. Exercise for longevity is not about endurance. Truthfully, this really disappoints me. It disappoints me because I have a tendency towards endurance type exercises. Back in my early 20s, I was a runner. Well, really more a plotter. It's probably more descriptive. But I used to participate in 10K community fun runs. If you believe the secret of Olga, the 90 plus sprinter and track and field enthusiast I mentioned back in moment six, she wasn't running marathons. She was running the 100 meter dash, short bursts of energy. Track and field activities involve short bursts of energy. Though there are women in their 80s running marathons, I believe most of them started marathoning when they were in their younger years. Taking up and running marathons at 80? It might be possible, but it doesn't sound like much fun to me. If you listen to Peter Atia, MD, longevity expert and over-the-top endurance athlete enthusiast, he took up endurance swimming during his surgical residency. I mean, how crazy is that? And he's also a distance cyclist. He may still be for all I know. However, as he explored and learned more about longevity, he changed his tune. He now trains to maintain his muscle strength and to keep his joints in tip-top shape with a full range of motion. I love this approach. Exercise is useless for weight loss. I believe that. Really, truly, I do. And I have lost potential clients because of that belief. It's true. Exercise is great to maintain your weight but exercise was never designed for weight loss. If you read the American College of Sports Medicine Activity Guidelines, they never make reference to weight loss as an outcome for exercise. They always talk about exercise as a weight maintenance tool, not a weight loss tool. Here is what they have to say, and I quote, being active will help you feel better, move better, and sleep better. It's never too late to start. Stamina, strength, balance, and flexibility can be improved into the 80s, 90s, and beyond. Regular physical activity, one, reduces your risk of falling or having a fall-related injury. Two, helps you stay independent. Three, keeps your brain healthy by reducing your risk of developing dementia or Alzheimer's disease and helps improve your thinking. 
and four, lowers your risk of developing new chronic health problems such as diabetes, high blood pressure, or heart disease, and reduces their risk of getting worse. And finally, five, decreases your risk of getting several types of cancer and helps pre prevent them from coming back. There's no mention of weight loss. I will leave the link below if you want to check it out. Doctors and dietitians also tote the eat less, move more approach to weight loss. It's conceptually logical from an energy perspective. If you eat less and move more, you should lose weight. Less energy in, more energy out, weight loss. In reality, as a society, how's that working for us? It's not. Since that advice was introduced in the early 1980s, we are getting fatter and fatter and fatter. Obesity, type two diabetes and Alzheimer's disease are rampant, conceptually logical, but practically incorrect. It's really hard to prove them wrong though. I spent five years doing personal training, one-on-one -on -one with a lovely trainer three times a week, because I never reined in my poor eating habits, I didn't lose weight. I proved it's true that you cannot outrun a bad diet. I did increase my strength a lot, but weight loss, not at all. I learned resistance training doesn't work for weight loss and my brain incorrectly surmised that exercise is a waste of time. So now I have the massive task of unlearning that mistaken belief. I stopped resistance training about five years ago, shortly after I retired, and only recently have been, I been able to get back to it with any consistency. Seriously, my brain believes it's a complete waste of time. But it's not. Seriously, it's not. It's actually critical for longevity. Critical. Resistance training is really important for maintaining muscle mass and strength. As we age, we lose 5% of our muscle mass per decade after 30. After 30, not 60, 30. So, sorry ladies, it's all downhill from here, except if we fight it. Sadly, about two years ago, my activity level tanked. Two broken arms, whoop, and in an instant, my activity level dropped to zero. And over the course of the subsequent three months, I lost most of my upper body strength. I am now directing my exercise-related discipline at resistance training for my upper body and core strength. I consistently cycle sufficiently enough, at least for the time being, for my lower body strength. Exercise for longevity is not about endurance. It's about maintaining your strength, maintaining joint mobility, and though I didn't discuss it, maintaining balance so that you can carry out whatever activities it is you want to be doing in your eighth and ninth decades. I'm gonna talk more about what you're gonna do then in another moment. Talk again soon. Thanks for listening in, ladies. The best years of your life lie before you. Believe it. 
Take the next steps to becoming the best version of yourself. Sassy at 60 is all about how you can live each and every day to the fullest. Join the movement. Rejuvenate your mind. Feel younger, longer. All information contained in this podcast is for general informational purposes only. The content on this podcast is not meant to be a substitute for professional medical advice and listeners should not delay in obtaining medical advice for any medical condition they may have and should seek the assistance of their healthcare professional promptly. No doctor-patient relationship has been established.